presenting the champion of health and fitness, representing studio personal training, introducing Rob Evans! Hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 268, I think. Today I want to talk about something that is very near and dear to my heart, which is to do with growth and contribution. And I phrased them in that way because of a very wise and great man, Tony Robbins, has taught these principles to me. Now, if you've listened to, if you know me well, you will have heard me talk about these things before. I'm sure I've touched on them in other podcasts before. But Tony talks about the six human needs. Now, I discovered the six human needs through one of Tony's, I think it was his Ultimate Edge program. It was the first program that I bought of his. And what I was looking for when I purchased his program was the best person in the world in this space of you know personal coaching, mindset coaching. And I wanted to create the best mindset in the world. So how do I do that? I learn from the number one mindset coach in the world. And I think many of us go through life for many years. Some people get this earlier than others, but I think I discovered it probably, oh gosh, let's go seven, eight years ago when I discovered Tony. And I think I was... I don't know, I'm going to say lost, but I don't know, you, you don't realize it perhaps at the time. You're focusing on, on certain aspects that you want to improve in your life, whether it's career, relationships, otherwise. And um, I think I was in a time in my personal relationships uh, where it was um, probably just after um, Angela and I uh, separated to be divorced. And I, I felt like I'd let her down. I felt, it was my decision to leave. I felt like I'd left my, let myself down by being slow to act or doing the wrong thing by the children and not feeling good about who I was and kind of feeling, I don't know, just empty of life, not you know, thriving on what it was that I was doing uh, all the time. Now, at the time, uh, business was going well, and uh, I felt good about the job that I was doing. But I just felt that I wanted that extra edge to to get more, to feel more passion in life. And I felt that I didn't know how to do that. And it's probably when you have these big life events that happen to you that you start to analyze the other areas of your life so if there's a death or in my case there was a, a you know a marriage a breakdown or um, you know you have an accident or something like that you um, I don't know you just internalize a bit I think to, to look at um, how can I make my, this part of my life better how can I make myself a better person and so forth <clears throat> and that's where I found myself, and I thought I, I just want to get more out of life. I want to be a better version, in every, a better version of me in every area of my life. It was like in my health, my my health and fitness. 
It was in, uh, you know, relationships, um, not just the intimate relationships, but relationships with my kids. I wanted to take my business to a new level. Uh, you know, all of those areas of my life I wanted to do. So I found uh, Tony and the stuff that he was uh, talking about and teaching really resonated with me and uh, I found that really powerful. So I, I jumped into his programs and then as you go through, you come across the six human needs. Now he says these aren't wants because you know, there are difference between wants and needs. I mean, you might want to go on a holiday but you need oxygen. Do you know what I mean? You know, there's a difference between you don't want oxygen. Maybe if you're, um, you know, dying, you're lacking it. You say, I don't really want oxygen, and you need it. So there's a di- there is a difference between a want and a need. And he talks about these six human needs that every human on the planet needs in order to lead a a life. And part of it is just to live a life, and then there's another part which is to lead a fulfilled life. And he says, all of us, no matter what, will find a way to meet the first four needs. Whether it's an empowering way or a disempowering way, people will find a way to meet those needs. So I'm going to tell you what they are. The first need is around certainty. Okay, We all need to have certainty in our life. And you think, oh, well, no, that's not true for me. Well, it is. Because like I'm driving right now. Now, I need to have certainty that the drivers around me are not going to turn crazy and start driving the wrong way or swerve and hit into me. Otherwise, if I didn't have certainty that most people are not going to do that, then you wouldn't come out on the, the road, would you? I have certainty that the ground is not about to open up in front of me and that uh, you know, my car is going to plummet in or that the, the sky is going to fall down. I mean, I have certainty that that's not going to happen. Otherwise, I'll be, I would be immobilized. Um, so that's, that's important. We need certainty in relationships certainty that uh, you know, you've got an income stream, otherwise you wouldn't spend money, you know, all those kinds of things. Now, can things come along and interrupt those things from time to time? Yes, but um, unless you've got certainty on a base level, then you, um, you, know, you can't survive. The next one is, he calls it uncertainty. I prefer the word variety, um, but yeah, it's kind of a paradox that we have. We need certainty, but at the same time, we need some variety in there, otherwise we get bored. So we want the certainty of knowing that our partner is going to be there. We want, we want variety in uh, you know, the relationship and the interactions that you have. Not about variety in you know, different sex partners and that kind of stuff, but um, maybe that's for some people. But um, I'm talking about you just want um, more variety in the relationship so that it doesn't become stale. The next one is to do with significance. We all need to feel significance in our life, otherwise we can't, uh, we can't operate on a level that's going to satisfy us. We have to feel significant in some way. That could either be significant uh, to your children, significant to your spouse, significant in your job. And even if you have none of those things, um, you can do it in a disempowering way. So Tony talks about the example of uh, like gangs and using weapons and... Um, uh, you know, violence and so forth to get significance. You know, they're in the, in a, uh, you know, I don't know, a scenario where they don't feel significant. They pull out a gun and put it to someone's head. They all of a sudden they feel significant because they've got the power. 
to make someone else feel insignificant and they have the significance. So you can do it in disempowering ways. So you'll find a way to get the significance that you need in your life. And then the, the fourth one is about love and connection. So we all need to get a love and connection in our life um, in order to you know, feel those, um, you know, to have those needs fulfilled. So that doesn't mean that everybody has to have a partner, even though a lot of people want a partner. You'll find another way to get that. It might be through a pet. It might be through you giving love to someone else through you know, just a friendship. It doesn't have to be making love to the person. It can be about um, you know, just talking nicely to somebody and sharing your loving feelings with somebody. Uh, it can be just like that. So they're the first four. And we will all find a way to meet those in some way so that we can survive. Now, it's these last two that really did something inside me. Because I'm the sort of person that likes to be constantly improving. I want to be constantly improving my body, uh, my mind, everything. And um, what Tony talks about is the first one is to do with growth. Okay? This is how you get the absolute cream of life, okay, by these last two, growth and contribution. So growth. So what's growth about? Well, that's making sure that you are growing all the time. If we are not growing, what do you think you're doing? You're dying. So we need to find a way to grow. This is if you want to have the ultimate life. You need to be growing. So how can you do that? Well, let me tell you how I do it. One, I'm working out every day. Now, I'm not doing a resistance workout every day, but let's just say going for a walk, that's a workout. I'm doing my resistance workouts, doing my road to 600, that's all about me physically growing. Uh, but also mentally, that mental toughness, training when I don't necessarily want to, pushing me through things to do things when I don't really feel like doing it, but know I need to do it. And when I push through the hard stuff, I know I'm becoming more resilient, more emotionally fit, emotionally stronger to be able to do things when I don't want to. And then I pass those things down to my, my girls as well and my clients and loved ones around me. Um, you know, I listen to um, material all the time, every day, multiple times a day, whether I'm listening to JT Fox, whether I'm listening to Tony, whether I'm listening to uh, you know, YouTube stuff where I can learn, uh, documentaries, reading books, um, you know, the types of books that I read are always books where I can learn a new skill, whether it's in business or relationships, mindset, coaching, exercise, uh, nutrition. It doesn't matter what it is. I'm always looking for those types of things with the specific aim of growing me to be a better person. I mean, I'm 50 years old now at the time of recording this in 2019. And I honestly believe I can make myself better. I can get better at every area of my life, absolutely. Communication, relationships, I can get much, much better. And so can you. So look for ways that you can grow yourself, okay? Um, other ways you can do it, uh, you can, okay, so I joined BNI, which is Business Networking International. I joined that probably 10 years ago now. Um, I'm not a member anymore. Um, I joined that for the specific purpose of networking with other like-minded individuals. Now, after being in it for seven years, I found that I'd kind of outgrown the group and I wasn't getting referrals and it was costing me a lot of time uh, each week that I could have used to finish the book, for instance, which, what I, which is what I did. Uh, but one of the purposes of, other purposes of joining that was to become a better speaker and have more confidence in networking with people as well as 
um, being a better public speaker because you have to get up every week and speak for at least 60 seconds uh, about your business. So uh, that's what I did. And it made me uncomfortable to start with, but then I was like, wow, this is really good for me. And then I became a leader in that, uh, in that group. Uh, Toastmasters is, is another one. If you have a fear of public speaking, join Toastmasters. And man, you are forced to improve in that area. Um, you know, you, you can go and join a, a community group and you know participate in a, in a community group in a way that might um, help you grow how you build relationships, how you network, how you build friendships. Maybe you don't have enough friendships outside your intimate partner. And, or you don't have an intimate partner, you think, well, if I just do the things that I love doing, then you'll attract that into your life. And I honestly believe that. Um, you know, just keep doing what you're passionate about. And if you want to attract love into your health, just uh, into your life, just put out what it is that you want through you, not in a fake way, but in a way that's genuinely you, and you will attract what it is that you want into your life. Trust me, it works. So there are so many ways that you can achieve more growth in your life. The the thing that I found for me was that you have to put something in place so you do it on a consistent basis. So for me, that was about doing things daily. So you've heard me talk before about my um, daily blueprint for success. And what I do is I have certain rituals that I do every single day to, to mind feed myself. That's growing. Um, so that I'm listening to JT, I'm reading um, you know, at least 10 pages of a book. Uh, I do that tend to be in the, the, um, the evening when I'll do that, uh, before I go to sleep. I might do it in the morning though, or I'm listening to things, or I'm doing one of JT's programs, um, you know, something like that. I'm always doing something. Right now I'm working with JT and his programs, um, so I just keep working through that. Uh, you find what it is for you whenever you're in the car or on the train or whatever it is. Listen to something that is going to help you improve in a specific area of your life. Don't just listen to music. Um, find something... <coughs> pardon me. Find something that is going to enrich your life. So maybe this is what you need to do. Write down the three areas where you would consider these are the greatest weaknesses in your life and the greatest weaknesses that you want to improve and then write down how you can improve them and find strategies, books, material, content where you can specifically improve in those areas. You don't have to spend any money. Go to a library and borrow these books. Do whatever you like. Um, you know, Listen to podcasts. There's free podcasts. Obviously, you paid for this one, but listening to this each day uh, could be something that uh, completely gets you in the right mindset each day before you go on to doing something else. I mean, look for the approaches that are going to thrive and grow you. The next one is about contribution. Now, contribution is about contributing to others beyond yourself. Okay, you need to find a way that you can contribute beyond yourself. Now, this is why, um, if you look at the super rich, I'm talking about billionaires here. Every single billionaire that you come across will be contributing to their own charity or foundation, or contributing to a a greater cause beyond themselves, every single one of them, because they understand that money only takes you so, so far. Money doesn't buy you happiness. It can make you comfortable and it gives you choices and it gives you the ability to help others, but it doesn't make you completely happy. 
So what you need to do is make sure that you still grow because you can be rich in terms of financially and not grow and not contribute and you feel empty. Okay, so this is how and this is why these super rich people do these things because they know that this thrives them and absolutely gives them the absolute cream on the top of their life or the cherry on the top of their cake if you like. So how do you do that? So what's important here is that you're contributing beyond you. Okay, so you're not you know, contributing to your own savings plan or that kind of stuff. That's, that's something different. We're talking about giving to others without uh, anticipating or accepting anything in return. Okay, you're not doing it because you're going to get something in return. You're doing it because, why? Because it's the right thing to do. Now, you've got to find the cause that you're passionate about. Okay, I give back in a number of ways. I'm passionate about food. I'm passionate about uh, educating our, our children about nutrition. So what did I do? I created a free nutrition program to be delivered in schools. And now uh, we've delivered it to, I haven't done it for a, quite a while now because my focus has changed a little bit. We've delivered it to over a few hundred students now. And uh, you know, to me, being able to give back is a, you know, a really fantastic gift that I have to give to others. The other one is to uh, give to uh, as prizes like services, uh, of free services of my business to local, uh, whether it's sporting clubs, whether it's charities, whether it's a, a cancer cause, a fundraiser for a kindergarten or school, you know, what, whatever it is, I've donated to so many different things. I think we're up to about $240,000 in our sponsorship now and to me that that again is something that's really special it's it's played a big part in making a difference in within the community community and other people's lives those in need um, I've also given to uh, you know we've done various um, like boot camp fundraisers for instance around Christmas time and uh, when was the other ones we did? We've done it at different times of the year where we've raised food for the Four Seas, which is the local crisis uh, centre here in Packham, uh, giving food to those in need. So, you know, giving up the funds for uh, the takings for a month from boot campers in exchange for food that we then give to, non-perishable food that we give to the Four Seas. Um, so we've done that one before as well. <coughs> um I have the Family Food Rescue, which is a free program to give to uh, my health and services, oh, sorry, health and fitness services to a family that's in need. Uh, we do that for uh, about six, six months of the year uh, to help a family that really needs to change their health. I mean, right now we've got, um, uh, we've got advertised uh, all those people that want to lose 50 kilograms of fat or more, uh, that we will train them for free for up to two years um, and to help them. Now, that prize is worth uh, well over $40,000, and that's free. I'm doing it for free because I know that there are people out there that are desperately in need of help and don't know how to go about it, and I can make a difference in their life. Um, and I'm, 
I'm blessed to be able to make a good income from the business that I'm passionate about. And what's great about that is I can make any decision I like. If I want to give away all my services for free, I can. So I find ways that are meaningful to me and empowering, but I also have to do it in a way that um, is kind of careful and strategic, I suppose, because um, if you give away everything, then people don't appreciate the value of the service that they're getting, and they don't have it because they don't have any skin in the game. They do not, um, you know, put in their hundred percent. So it's a double-edged sword. I give away a bunch of stuff, uh, but you know, you want um, some, you know, to use me frequently outside one of those programs that you you've got to pay for it, and you've got to pay what uh, you know what it's worth. Um, so here's the challenge for you. For, oh, here's another one that I've done before. I did um, a bunch of work with Make a Wish. Uh, again, I was looking for uh, this was through my push-ups for charity. Um, um, program and I think we raised about $9,000 for Make-A-Wish over, pardon me, a couple of events that we ran and, you know, that was really, really uh, quite beautiful because there you're helping children that are dying, basically, and you're helping grant their wishes, their wishes and I think an average kind of value of a wish is about $7,000. Some are more than that, some are less, but that's the average. Uh, because what they want to do is, is take the whole family, pay for the whole family to go away and have an experience like at, at the Gold Coast or maybe it's Disneyland or you know to meet someone famous and, and that kind of thing. So um, it costs a lot of money. So you know we raised some good funds uh, doing that. It's like a really good cause. So the trick is you've got to find what it is that thrives you. It's going to be different for each person, but think of, so what's a charity that you can be part of? What's something that you can start, like the ones that I have started? Um, I think, like, eventually I would like to be creating something bigger um, than I do have to have a, a wider impact, um, whether that's a food for the homeless or... Uh, you know something. I haven't quite found exactly what it is that I would, I would like to do. But you know, one day set up a foundation where we can help uh, you know millions of people, uh, whether it's locally, internationally. Oh, sorry, um, nationally, internationally, um, whatever. I mean, Tony himself has a, a program where he gives meals to people in need, and that all started from. Uh, him receiving a meal when they had no money uh, when he was a child and uh, for Thanksgiving. So um, you've got to find what it is that thrives you because believe me, when you give beyond yourself, it has such a greater meaning in your life. It really does. It's, it's such a beautiful and amazing gift uh, that we have. Uh, I mean, we, we live in such a rich society uh, we can afford to give our time, even if you've got no money. It's time that you give. Um, you know, it might be going sitting with, um, you know, in an old people's home, having, um, you know, spent time in um, an old, pe- well, an aged care facility with dad. It's um, it's a sad sight to see see people the way that they are. Uh, so you know, there are so many opportunities out there. 
The key is you finding what it is that thrives you. Now, when you get these things together, I know for my life, when I looked at those four human needs and how uh, you know you satisfy each one of those and how you can satisfy them in a more empowering way, and I was doing the growth, but I wasn't doing it in a consistent way every single day. And when I did that, and I looked at how I was contributing, I was do- I'd been doing that for a while as well, but when I started to attach the meaning behind doing what I was doing for growth and contribution, man, that's, things started to change. And, you know, you think, uh, you know, what, what else is there in life for you? And you think, well, yeah, this is it. These are the things that completely thrive me, uh, along with those other aspects, but these are the elements that completely thrive me. And when you get that, life completely changes. You're no longer searching for some mystery. You know what it is. You know you're on the right path and you just keep pursuing it. You just keep doing it. You keep doing it consistently and you watch how life changes for you. It's a beautiful gift. So there's your homework. Go and do those two things. Growth, contribution. You watch how your life thrives. Bye for today.